This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome, everyone, to the sixth episode of the Building a Trinity podcast. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. I'm a freshman wrestling 285 pounds here at Trine, and I'm going to be your guide in the exploration of the Trine wrestling program, both past and present. I'm very excited to bring you the sixth installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. This is a bi-monthly podcast in which we will have a guest on the program, whether it be a wrestler on the team now, or a coach, or even some alumni of the program. Sometimes we may even have multiple guests like today, but the purpose of this podcast is ultimately to allow you to get to know some of the people behind the Trine Wrestling program. And since the details are out of the way, we will jump in today's guest. Joining us today, we have freshman 157 pounder Phil Burney and freshman 174 pound wrestler John Browning. How are you boys doing today? Pretty good. Uh, we just had practice earlier. Don't really got finished all my homework, so, you know. Just chilling, just chilling. Yeah. John, how we how we doing today? Yeah, man? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, just finished practice. I still sadly have some homework I had to get done, but hey, student glad athlete, to be here. Student athlete first. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 really excited to have you guys on. Um, and I always this is always a weird convert or a weird question to start with. It's kind of deep. Uh, Phil, I'll start with you. Uh, who is John Bernie? <laughs> I can't believe I just said John Bernie. <laughs> I, I I apologize. Who is Phil Bernie? All right, so uh, yeah, I'm obviously Phil Bernie. I um, I grew up in Livonia, Michigan. Uh, I've been wrestling since third grade, I think. Uh, I grew up in the Junior Shamrocks program with uh, with John Boy over here, actually. <laughs> okay. And um, I eventually went to Detroit Catholic Central, where um, I decided that. Well, yeah, I wrestled there. Um, I how do I say this? All right, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I I guess I would describe myself as um, you know I'm not really a natural born athlete. I feel like uh, just through the years I've put in a lot of time and hard work into wrestling, and I think uh, I've really gotten a lot out of it. I uh, really enjoy the sport and. Uh, now I'm at Trine University pursuing an electrical engineering degree. Okay, okay. Um, John, now I'm going to transition to you. Uh, who is who is John Browning? Uh, well, John Browning started out his wrestling career in uh, fifth grade, and his first coach was his father. And I think uh, his father is also one of his big biggest influencers for wrestling. And seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. I started my transition to uh, – uh, sort of Detroit Catholic Central wrestling by going to Shamrock Select with uh, the young prodigy Philip Bernie across the table <laughs> here from me. And ever since seventh grade, I think me and Phil have been sticking together and we kind of boost each other. It's kind of like we feed mm-hmm. off each other, we feed off, you know, we get after each other, feed off each other, and we even like help each other out, even when we're at our lowest points. And yeah, uh, John's John's seen me at my lowest <laughs> point before. Okay, okay. 
So, I mean, I think it's safe to say you guys are best friends. I mean, um, when did you guys, obviously you kind of talked about where you first met, but um, I mean, were you always, were you guys always this close or did it just happen over years? Um, I guess I'd say uh, over the years, you know, we trained, we trained over the summer. We did a lot of lifting. Uh, we went to a couple different tournaments, I think, off season. Uh, I mean, while I'm cutting weight, sometimes I'd go to John's house to cut weight, and he <laughs> he'd push me along there. So we just really have been, uh, you know, we work hard together and we stick out for each other. Okay, okay, absolutely. Um, before we dive into all the wrestling stuff, um, I kind of want to talk to you guys about trying. Um, obviously, you guys being, you know, very high-caliber high school wrestlers, I, I'm sure you had your choices. Uh, what brought you guys to trying? John, we'll start with you. Um, I think it's the atmosphere that uh, the guys in Coach Hall bring because I remember my visit here. I came with my dad and my uh, my mom. I came and I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll probably be done with wrestling because in high school I was getting sick of it and I was just, I was fed up with it. And then I came here to see soccer. Actually, I was, okay, I was coming to do soccer and then. All of a sudden, Coach Hall, with a big smile on his face, he goes, hey, there you go. You go to DCC, don't you? And I said, yeah. And he said, you want to do some wrestling here? And, you know, I I didn't push it out right away because he seemed like a nice guy. And I, you know, it seemed like he could help make me a better wrestler over the years. Right, right. Because he could help teach me new things. And it would be fun because mm-hmm. that's, oh, that's why people do sports because they want to have fun. And they want to work hard, and they want that to reflect over their life. It kind of, it's a good thing. It's a good habit to get into when you're growing up. So right, okay. So Phil, I want to talk to you. What what brought you to trying? Yeah. So uh, for for a long time, I've always wanted to become uh, some type of engineer. I think towards uh, the end of my senior year, I decided that I wanted to be an electrical engineer. Um, <laughs> And uh, looking forward to college, you know, I could have could have just chose to go to some, uh, could have go to go to a D one school and not wrestle and just, you know, party, live it up with my friends and work towards my degree. But uh, I, I really realized that wrestling is a big part of me, and I wanted to keep that discipline. I think okay. working towards that degree. Uh, a lot of the, there's a lot of things I really like about trying. I think that, um, I, I've had a couple friends up at, uh, up at other schools, uh, tell me about how it's difficult when they go to class and they don't have, you know, they, they're, they're not able to contact or talk to their professors after class and things. And I, I feel like I really utilize that this year, especially with, um, with school and all that, so I've been having a really good year this year, and I'm very happy that I'm here. Okay, so um, a quick question for both of you. How big is DCC? I mean, is it a bigger school? Obviously, being a private school, it's going to be a little smaller, yeah. but is it is it a very big school? It's like a 1,000 kids. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like 250 per grade. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, I don't, okay. So, it's was, private school, so. was being a, in a smaller school always something that you wanted to do? Or, you know, I know you mentioned a little bit, Phil, um, kind of the wrestling that brought you into it. Um, 
obviously, you know, you could have gone D1 and been in a bigger school, a bigger campus. Uh, but obviously, I see the advantages to going to a smaller school. Um, was, was smaller schools always something that you wanted to do? Phil, we'll start with you. Yeah, so, um, no. I actually really have <laughs> not did not want to go to a small school. You know, I've lived in... Uh, I lived in Livonia my whole life, and I've always been, you know, I, I've always been the kind of urban area, I guess, you know, yeah. 20 minutes outside of Detroit. And uh, coming out to Angola, you know, Indiana, I <laughs> never would have thought I'd go to Indiana and all that. But, uh, yeah, I really was kind of nervous. I didn't know if uh, going to a small school was going to be the thing for me. I, you know, wanted to have a fun time and all that and make friends and all that. But, uh no, honestly, I, I really have enjoyed it so far. I think this has been a great fit for me. And uh, surprisingly enough, like I never would have thought a couple right. of years ago, you would have asked me and I would have said no. So when you came here, what were some of your first impressions? Obviously, you know, on a visit, an orientation, you get a little taste of it. But when, when the school season kicks in, wrestling kicks in, what were some of your first impressions of being here? Um, First impressions was... uh. <laughs> I, I think the school, the campus is really was really beautiful. I thought so. The dorms are really nice. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people to talk to about engineering. You know, I was looking at all these different projects, and uh, I got to come in and meet the team. And honestly, like I can't I can't think of like a better group of guys. Like I Absolutely. the second I I came here and visited, like I love this place. Like I love the team here. I think the campus is great and and all that. Yeah, and Coach Hall has just been he's been helpful with uh with helping me, you know, transition over to college and all that. And so so have my teammates and all. And with uh with wrestling. Okay. Okay. So John, talk to me about your first impressions and and was, you know, the smaller school, you know, coming to a, <coughs> a D3 smaller school, you know, we don't have too many kids. Um, as opposed to like an IU or something like that, uh, was the small school always a, a desire of yours? Uh, well, I could say this for me and Phil at first, that there are, so Catholic Central is a private school that we kind of both decided to go to, and our parents kind of pushed us there too. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we could have gone to a big public school, but we chose not to do that because we knew that it would be better for us to go this private school for us and we knew that going to a small school and being able to talk with your teachers at this private school would help us with our education further it and I think that that greatly influenced my college decision when looking at all the schools and seeing the ratios of teacher and students Mm -hmm. because if I'm having trouble in a class I want to be able to go and talk to my professor and ask them for help I don't I don't want to be at a, a big college where I just had to email my fresher and I, if they're in need of, they have to go somewhere real quick, they're just going to run out of the door on me and just leave me on my own and have to use the internet to help me out. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, John, what's your major here? Oh, my major is accounting. Accounting, okay. So, I kind of, I was going to talk about this later, but I think it's a good time to bring it up. Um, obviously, growing up, becoming best friends, Coming to the same college is a dream. Um, how how did that happen? How much did you know one's choice influence the other to come here? Um, you want me to take? Yeah, uh, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah so um, it, it definitely made it a lot easier 
I had a couple different uh, D3 options to go to, but, um, you know, with with engineering here and, you know, having a piece of home with me at school, John, uh, it was really just a no-brainer choice for me, I feel like. Uh, John, John was the first one. Like, I didn't even – thing is, is I actually really didn't know about trying until John visited – and he visited for soccer was the funny part. <laughs> he visited for soccer and ended up being on the wrestling team. And, uh, you know, it's just been it, – it's been it, – we are pretty lucky, yeah, to be uh, on the same wrestling team. And like I said, yeah, it's nice having a piece of home. Absolutely. School. Absolutely. So before we, you know, we, we dive into wrestling, um, I want to talk about some of your guys' hobbies outside of the sport. Um, you know, out of season uh, in the summer, what, what is John Browning doing? What are we doing in the summer? Like, what are some of your hobbies outside of sports and math and uh, the classroom? Uh, I might be one of the few people in the human civilization to say this, but I, I actually <laughs> like going to work and you working. Like work. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be the only few. Yeah. So we... <laughs> We work at the same place over the summer. Wow, okay. So we see each other a lot. Like year-round. Yeah, okay. literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So I, I actually do like going to work and having, having a good time at work. I mean, you get the work done. You put in the hard work because your wrestling reflects on it. And then you go home. You get, I go home usually after work. I get a nice lift in. Or I'll go out with one of my buddies. We'll go swimming or something because okay. Michigan's got all those lakes, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Phil, what are we doing? What are we doing in the summer and in, in the off season? Uh, so if I'm <laughs> gonna be completely honest, uh, yeah, I'm also working a lot. Um, I like to play video games. Okay. <laughs> Specifically, I play uh, Counter Strike. Cool. Okay. CS:GO. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay, big shout um, out. And I, I know you guys love playing. What is it? Clash Royale, Clash of Clans. Oh, oh don't, don't even, <laughs> don't even give me these started. dudes. At every single, if they're not wrestling, I promise you they're on it. I promise you. Um, okay, but uh, now talk to me about. So, John, before we transition, we're going to transition into wrestling right now. Um, you, you touched on it a little bit in your intro, but um, how did you start wrestling? And talk to me about your career up until this point right now. Uh, so how did I start wrestling? Well, I started with a lot of sports. I, you know, you're a little kid. You got to try every sport. Right, you're like, right. oh, that looks cool. I'll try that one. But I was not going to try wrestling. But my dad was like, come on, it'll be fun. I remember my first wrestling tournament. I tried, um, you know, my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, I, the did, I did my way. way. Okay, yeah. okay. I did my way. And, um. I got stuck twice, and I got choked out one time, and I got halved really bad the other time. And I was I was a little kid, so, like, right. I, I just got choked out. I run off the mat crying, and my mom's, like, you know, my dad, she's like, what the? I'm not going to say the right, words right. that she, she said. She was pretty furious. She was pretty furious, <laughs> and uh, she was, like, she's like getting all mad at him. And he was telling me, he was. I remember him saying, like, he'll get better and all this stuff, and I mean, I did. Right. And he he knew what would be better for me, and he knew where he needed to send me to get better. And I got better over the years, and then I went to high school, and I met Philip again mm-hmm. after seeing him all these times. It seems it seems like Philip never disappeared from my life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's, if I was in the mirror and I was 
and I could see my back closet, and Philip was in there. Let's just say I would not be surprised. I'm gonna be at the, be at this guy's wedding. Honestly, best man type stuff. Um, so so John, how did uh how did high school kind of play out for you, wrestling wise? Uh, well, I did not like grow on the like physical side really in high school. I kind of I was 160, and the highest I got was. 189, but I mean, I wasn't a true 189 pounder. Mm-hmm. They'd have they had me wrestle up once in a while, but in, in high school it played out. I mean, I I really think that's where I started peaking was high school. I started to get better because I was in a room of guys who wanted to get better, and everyone in that room wanted to get better, and the coaches whew, they pushed us so hard yeah. that it. Talk to me about that room. I mean, obviously I didn't. So I'm an Indiana guy, you know. I don't know. Too much about the Michigan life, but since I've got here, you know, Coach Coach Hall and Coach Clark were both Michigan guys, um, and I think Coach Rieger is too. Um, but I've I've quickly come to find that like DCC is like a juggernaut, and I talked to you guys about it. Um, somehow I think like Twitter's listening to my conversations because I get all <laughs> sorts of DCC stuff on my Twitter now. Um, so I'll, I'll check some stuff, and, and DCC is a powerhouse. So talk to me about how. You know, having such a such a high power room, high caliber room, um, really molded you guys into who you are today. Well, uh, I think that starting off, the the coaching staff there is like top notch. They have they have a guy for every weight. It seems like, um, and then Coach Hancock is the head coach. I mean, he not only you know can teach you the technique, like he will train you mentally okay. to to be able to wrestle out in those tough matches and to, you know, fight through the pain and all that. Um, I just think that they 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 push us. Uh, they always pushed us harder when we had nothing left. I mean, like running sprints after practice. Uh, shoot. I'm trying to think here. Oh, uh, let's just say they were the type of coaches, <laughs> if they saw you break – Oh, they'd smile at you. Yeah. They'd they, they <laughs> break even more. Okay. Which, I mean, I think I can, you know, my high school um, may not have been to DCC's, you know, statewide success, but uh, we, we had a culture at Carroll, um, a hardworking culture, and when you have a culture like that in a room, it just it, everybody feeds off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Phil, now I want to transition to you. Uh, talk to me about your background in wrestling and your career up to this point. Yeah, so a little bit like John, I was uh, trying out just about every sport, and um, yeah, I went to a couple of youth tournaments, and uh, was it novice for wrestling? Yeah, it was novice. And it was novice that I, think I, had a, I think I had a gnarly headlock, okay. <laughs> I remember. So. Okay. And uh, you know, it felt good. To, it felt good to win something for once, because I I really didn't think I was that good at. Um, I started off pretty good at football, you know, but died down over the years, and the rest of things just never really caught my interest. But, uh, yeah, wrestling always stuck with me. And, um, yeah, moving on to high school, um, really did not did not think I was meant to be in that varsity room at the – you know, maybe I was. Right. But um, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was in a room full of state champs right, and, right. you know, like the toughest guys and got my butt whooped every single day. Like it sucked. Let me tell you. And then, you know, I had my first year of uh, one of our guys broke his wrist 
and I had my first year of cutting weight. I'd never cut weight before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just going through that made me, made me, um, it made me, I would say that that was a point in which I became more of a man. So, you'd say that is your turning point kind of in your career? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my junior year, I think my turning point was, uh, you know, I, I had to, I had to cut, what was it, 20 pounds for uh, just just to have the option to be in the 14 to go to states my junior year. Okay. And I really wanted to go, so I told the coaches I'd do it for team states. And, uh, you know, being being me, I, I didn't even know if I was going to make states, like get into states, let alone, um, you know, I just kept wrestling through the state tournament, lost the first round. Which you know, you, ever, ever anyone would know sucks. Right, I had to right. wrestle all the way back, but uh, being an all-stater, I took sixth my junior year. was was pretty crazy. That was a turning point for me. I really did not think I was capable of doing that, and it was an awesome moment. Absolutely, having that you know that that proof within yourself. Um, wow, state wrestlebacks must be nice. That's that's my biggest issue with Indiana. One of my biggest issues with Indiana is past like semi state. Because do you guys have what are your levels? Do you guys have? I think it's districts. Uh, we is have is that what it is? Districts, districts, regionals. yeah, then states. Okay, so we have sectionals, regionals, semi state, and state. Mm-hmm. Um, and past semi state, like you have to win two in a row at semi state to actually qualify, and then you have to win Friday night at state. To even place, and if you lose, if you make it to the semis, you're automatically third, fourth, or first, second. If yeah. You, if you lose, you know you can't wrestle back to third, which I have a problem with. I feel like you should get yeah. the best eight guys in there, regardless. I think they should be able I to feel wrestle like, back. But I think the same too. It's yeah. it's a whole conversation. Um, but John, what would you say uh, your turning point in your wrestling career was? I'd say it was probably junior year. Uh, same year as Phil. I mean. I may have not been part of the 14, but Phil can vouch for me on this, that that year I was surrounded by two state mm-hmm. champs on the lower <laughs> weights and the higher weights. So I was, I, all the pressure was on me, and I was just kind of sitting there. And I, I remember one night I was uh, I was sitting at home in the mirror. After I did my homework, and I I remember ta- I was, like, looking in the mirror. I was just, like, thinking in my head. I was like, are you going to step up and take this, or are you just going to lay back and just let it run away from you? And I, uh, I mean, I did my part at the team states. I mean, I, I helped us, I helped us like give up the least amount of points possible. Can I so, say this? Yeah, yeah. Another thing is, um, you know, John was starting that year. Uh, w- w- wrestling with DCC, um, our coaches always find a tough lineup for us to wrestle that year. So you know, uh, starting for the school, the standard is, is set so high that. You know, to meet that standard, you have to you have to be very, you have to be a very tough wrestler. Right, you have to right. you know be there. You have to train a lot, and uh, I think for John John to step up and do that was a uh, yeah was a big thing. Absolutely, and I, you know, I can see you know you guys coming here that you have like you know before I even stepped onto a mat with you guys, you guys had that culture and that hard work and and really. Past just skills, you know, so much of it is is not even based off skills, but just the mentality and the hardworking aspect that you bring to it. So now I kind of want to tra- transition to the team we have now. Um, obviously, you know, we've, we're have we approaching the end of the season. You know, we got regionals this week, um, and then hopefully, you know, nationals the week after. I think it's the week after. 
Um, but talk to me about how you've seen the team grow since you've been here. Obviously, all three of us are freshmen. Um, you know, we, we came in this year, uh, only been here for a couple months. But, John, I'll start with you. Talk to me about how you've seen the team grow. Uh, well, I want to start off by saying that this team – is scrappy and i i really like it because we will be out for a duel and we will be in the corner and we will all be out of our chairs screaming at the Absolutely. guy let's, let's go let's go right. we're like all screaming at him we gotta go and i have seen everyone improve on this team i mean i've seen you improve i've seen philip improve even even with philip's injury setback this year and the finger yeah. He has improved. and Absolutely. I mean, that, that comes to show you that our coaching staff, doesn't matter if you're injured or not, or not even the starting guy, that you will improve over the year no matter what. And that's what I think I love about our coaching staff, and that's what I think I love about this team too, is that everyone comes in there, and we want to get better, and we want to, we want to start winning. Oh, absolutely. Because everyone wants it. Absolutely, and – you know, I think we're starting to build something here with culture, um, and, I, and I'll touch on that later. But, Phil, I want to talk to you. Uh, how have you seen the team grown since, you know, you started coming here and wrestling here? So the one of the first good signs, I'd, I would say, was, um, you know, early season lifts. We saw, uh, what was it, like a 40-pound increase? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was like 60. Yeah. yeah or like, a, yeah, some crazy number, you know. Just seeing that, you can tell that the coaching staff's doing something right. Coach mm -hmm. Clark, with our as being our new assistant coach, is doing a great job with uh, strength. Um, yeah, I mean, coming in, me and John kind of knew that this is a young team and that uh, we're really going to be building something here over the years. And, uh, you know, I want to be here. I'm hoping that by the time junior and senior year, you know, we're just, we're just laying it down to these teams. Right. I think that uh, this year was, you know, we we did have a lot of setbacks with injuries and all that, but it is good to see that a lot of the a lot of our teammates really have improved a lot. I mean, you can just see it at in in the wrestling practice and all that. And like uh, like John said, with um, you know, we we had what three, including myself, we had uh, two other two other starters. Injured, you know, yeah, we were giving up yeah. twelve points. A duel at Kalahari, and like we were bumping everybody up, and yeah, yeah, we we definitely had our setbacks this year. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this team goes. I think we're really going to be kicking some ass next year. Absolutely. Um, so Phil, I kind of wanted to touch on that with your with your injury. I think it happened at the Trine invite. Yeah. Um, how did you know being the second tournament of the season? Um, I know you were out for I think what was it six weeks or something. Um. It was eight. eight. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Eight weeks. Um, yeah. But how did you kind of, like, stay tough through that? I mean, uh, an injury where you're out for eight weeks, it's hard to stay disciplined and and stay motivated. How did you kind of persevere through that? Yeah, so um, that was definitely pretty tough for me. Uh, I'd, I've never been – never broken a bone, never gotten an injury that, you know, t took me out of wrestling. Right. Like, I'd spent all that time uh, training – in the early season, and then for it to happen at the second tournament was just, you know, just killed me. But, uh, you know, over time, um, right at, like, the Monday came back, I was still lifting with the team, still doing <laughs> still doing squat. I was doing 
what 40 reps of squats every like, other day like it's that coach clark workout yeah it's know, it's coach you. clark um no but that perseverance it, it doesn't go unnoted man i mean you were never missing practice you know I, you would come in from you know obviously you couldn't practice but it's not like you were just sitting around watching you know you were going and uh i think you were running, running yeah or some sort of sort of aerobic exercise you know getting a sweat up keeping your conditioning up uh, on top of you know waking up for the 6 a.m lifts yeah <laughs> dude i just it was oh my god it was making my skin crawl i just wanted to get back on the mat like so badly I went back to the doctors, and I was like, could I get a note to at least share yeah. on journal with, like, Coach Clark or something? And they are like, yeah, sure. No, uh, seeing your, your passion for the sport, you know, during that, that time where you could – because, you, you know, you don't realize how much you need something or love something until you can't don't, do yeah. it. You know, so to see your passion, I, I can just tell how motivated you are. And, and John – um, I don't know if, you know, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, we're all, you know, banged and bruised up. But as far as, you know, serious injuries, um, I think you've steered pretty clear of that. Um, knock on wood. Um, but uh, uh, talk to me because obviously, you know, these injuries have affected us, you know, with Josh. Josh getting his ACL torn, you know, at Muskegon. Um, and then Phil with his hand, Jet with his knee. Um Talk to me about how, because you've had to bump up to 84, I believe. Um, talk to me about, about that and how bumping up kind of like, I mean, obviously you're going to do it for the team, but it, it's also, you know, giving up that, that extra 10 pounds can, can be a big thing. But talk to me about how that, uh, that's kind of affected your season. Uh, so I'd like, I'd like to touch on one thing before uh, I talk about bumping up. I, uh, I actually, senior year, I'd actually got surgery in my ankle, okay. and I actually have Mel play in my ankle still oh, to this day. I did not know that. So he saw me sitting out all senior year pretty much. And I came yeah. back the last little bit and I made I qualified for states and then my ankle was not ready to go, so I just right. didn't did not do good states. So when I saw these guys getting injured, I thought in my head I thought of when I got hurt. And it so I I just had I had this like feeling that I had to help Phil every day, the six AM lifts, help wake him up, I mean. I just wanted to be there for my teammates and help them out, you know. But, I mean, bumping up, too, Phil's seen me do that over the years of high school. Mm -hmm. I've, I've had to bump up. I was, like, a 71-pounder. I bumped up to 215. So, I oh, mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with getting up a little extra weight. It doesn't matter. I mean, I can wrestle – like, ah, oh, that's 215, but I'll scrap after him. It doesn't I, matter. I can't attest to this. John has put me in a figure four and rode me out. <laughs> um, so, you know, the heart's there. You know, any anything I can tell that you're one of those guys, whatever you can do to make the team better and help the team out, help your friends out, you're, you're there to do it. So, Phil, I kind of want to talk to you about this first. Um, talk to me about the difference, obviously, coming from a high-caliber high school program, wrestling high-caliber guys. It might be less of a jump, you know, but talk to me about that jump from high school to college and, and not even just wrestling, you know, from a lifestyle standpoint, from lifting, from nutrition to school. You know, talk to me about that, that little jump that we had. You talking about the team or me, Mike? I'm just talking about, like, the difference between high school oh, yeah, yep. and college wrestling. So uh, the first thing is, you know, you're living on your own now. You're not having anyone to tell you to go to practice or show up to the 6 a.m. The 6 a.m. lifts. <laughs> like, you got to get up at 5.30 on a school day. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's really all about kind of it, – it's just a bigger pool of discipline. you got to have more discipline, I think, to wrestle in college. Um, you know, there's there's been times where uh, – 
I, I'm coming back from a treadmill at 11 o'clock, and I'm walking down the hallway seeing kids, like, having fun and all that on <laughs> Saturdays. And it sucks, man, but, you know, I always think about where where I want to be at the end of the year and what I'm, I'm doing it for my team and all that. So. Absolutely. That's, that's very commendable. Um, John, talk to me about how your transition from high school to college has been. Uh, I'd have to agree with Philip. I think it is – you have to be disciplined – because you, you have to want to get better, and you have to want to go to those practices. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. You can just drop, yeah, you, drop right. out of the wrestling. I right. mean, right. So, it, it, in all truth, it is truly up to you as a person and as that wrestler if you want to go and get better every day and get that 1% better, as Coach Clark would say. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm sure you guys had, you know, COVID issues in high school. and mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole world did. Um, you know, we kind of thought we were over it. Obviously, the, the freshmen last year had pretty much their whole season cut um, from COVID. But, uh, John, start, I'll start with you. Talk to me about how COVID has really affected, you know, your season this year. Uh, uh, I've just been going and testing every day. I mean, this year, I don't think it's had a great effect on me, but when I have to wear a mask, I'll tell you, when Coach all passed out a mask to me, I yeah. it does not put a smile on my face. Right. So, um, you know, with, with kind of the stuff we had this year with canceling, you know, or not going to, you know, the Pete Wilson and mid-states um, and, and just focusing on our conference stuff, we wanted to get our conference stuff done. Um, you know, did you kind of, were you in favor of that? Or did you kind of miss out on, you know, wrestling some of those big individual tournaments with some great teams there? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of upsetting because I was, ha- I'm having a, I was having a pretty good year this year. I was doing pretty good. Absolutely. I had, I had a pretty good record. I was... I was flailing some people. <laughs> I, had some, I had a nice throw this. I had a nice few throws this year too. So I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of upsetting because you want every wrestler, pretty much, wants to get out there and get on the mat and wrestle. But I mean, I, I can vouch for Phil here too. I think he would have loved to have those extra tournaments to wrestle this year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Phil, I kind of want to ask you that same question. You know, obviously missing some of those big tournaments. Um, you know, how did you feel that kind of impacted your season? Oh man, dude, I came back uh, wrestled at the Almodovar. I mean, I wrestled at the Almodovar the day I got cleared, yeah, yeah. but because it, it was very in the air if you were gonna even gonna wrestle in that. Door. Yeah, um, but you know that sucked. But I was ready. You know, I'm excited. I want to get back to wrestling and all that. Right. And, Right after we get this nice win with Alma, it's like everyone's got COVID. Yeah, it was like and the week after. All these tournaments are getting shut down. And, I, you know, conference duels all in one day, it was okay. But I, I really enjoy dual meets. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, having especially home meets. We didn't have a single home meet this year. Yeah. Like, those were one of my favorite things back in high school, and I was really looking forward to them. And, uh I, I know we have different uh, – we have friends at school that wanted to come see us at the dual meets mm-hmm. and all that, and it, it really did suck that COVID just kind of blindsided the whole wrestling community in our conference. No, absolutely, and, and hopefully we can kind of, you know, steer away from that because, you know, at least at Carroll, um, I don't know at DCC if you guys – I so we, had, we would have our big field house. You know, we had a big field house, kind of like the ARC 
not not like the arc, but it was like a big basketball gym, um, you know, two levels of bleachers. That's when we would have our like we would host our sections yeah. and regional tournament there. Um, but you know, we had our also we had the alumni gym, um, which was a much smaller gym. You know that we competed competed in dual meets at, and it's a different different atmosphere. You know, when you're in the alumni gym rather than the field house because there's so much more going on in the field house. Kind of like how the arc is. You know, I feel like if we were able to wrestle in Hershey. Um, that was something really cool that I looked forward to that we didn't necessarily get to do. Um, that I can really hope we get, we get that opportunity to do next year. <clears throat> yeah. So I kind of want to talk about the coaches. Um, how have Coach Clark and Coach Hall impacted you? You know, not only from a wrestling standpoint, but from a life standpoint. You know, since the moment you've stepped on campus or even in the recruiting process. Phil, we'll start with you. Yeah, uh, Coach Hall. Uh, he's been he's been. Very inviting. He's been very, you know, he, he, he's he been good and helped me transition moving into the school, I think. Uh, working on the team, he's, he's given me a lot of, you know, he, he doesn't push for me to, like, change up my style. He thinks everyone's got their own style and it's good. But, you know, he gives me stuff that uh, has been really helpful this year. For instance, um, you know, I'm a big, uh, big overleg guy, and he uh, just the other week, came and showed me uh, this new short side cradle. And um, I don't know what the other one was called, but it's pretty cool are stuff. Talking, are you talking about, like, the catbird? Um, cat no, you're talking about, like, the reverse half? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The ankle bite. The ankle bite. Ankle bite. Well, okay. you, yeah. I still call it over, like. <laughs> okay. Uh, what it's about Coach? How, how has Coach Clark affected you, you know, since you've since you've got here? Yeah, Coach Clark. Um, Coach Clark, like I said, with the lifts, I mean – you know, it 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 is a big difference coming wrestling right. in college because you know you're wrestling grown men now, and like everyone here is strong. Like Literally there's grown men, yeah, Literally grown men. <laughs> um, and uh, he's just been he's been really really helpful with that. I think he's been trying to build up that team spirit that we should have, like the pride we have for trying and all that. I I love it. I absolutely love that man. Absolutely, and I, I was really upset. I was working tables uh, at the MIAA uh, dual tournament, and I think after, uh, who was the second team we wrestled? Adrian? It was before uh, the Olivet duel. No, it was Albion. That was Albion. It was Albion? Albion. Yep. Okay. Um, I think that Coach Clark, you know, kind of said that you, uh, you know, you spoke to the team. And being a freshman, it's not necessarily, obviously we have a young team, but even being a freshman on a young team, it's not necessarily the easy thing to do. So that that really does show me how passionate you are, you know, to build that strong culture and to build a sense of pride here. Because I don't know about you guys, and, and I get the same feeling from you guys, but I wouldn't rather I be anywhere else. You know, I, I'm proud to say I wrestle for trying. Um, yeah, and, and I'm really excited to build something special here. I, uh, you know, I just I love this group of guys, man. I want to see us win. I want to see us push through and start beating these teams. I think we damn well deserve it. We've absolutely. been working so hard and. I think guys just need to, you know, we need to just start hammering down on these teams. I agree, man, and, and I'm really excited. Uh, John, talk to me about how Coach Clark and Coach Hall have impacted you, you know, like I said, not only from a wrestling standpoint, um, but even outside of wrestling. Uh, I think Coach Hall has had a huge impact because he is kind of the prime example of what you want to grow up to be, like a great Great person, a great coach, kind of great father, just an all-around great person, I mean. And 
He's also a great coach. I mean, he has a big impact on all his wrestlers on the team. I mean, he helps us out. He wants us to get better. He puts a smile on our face when we're feeling down. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with Coach Clark, too. I mean, he uh, he he wants us to lift. He runs that lifting program, and he wants every single one of us to get better because he knows, like I said today, he knows that we can all get better, and he knows our, our max potential, and he sees – that in the future, and that we can reach it. And there's a lot of guys on the team that, like, love wrestling. Absolutely. I think he knows that. And yeah. not, to, not to interrupt you, but um, I think in, and I think this is a big difference in college wrestling. Everybody's here by choice. You know, sometimes in high school, you know, people's parents will kind of force them or push them to do certain athletic activities. And maybe it's the case in college, but I think it's very rare. I think if you're here, you want to be here. You know, and because yeah. you love the sport. I mean, I look at guys like you two. I look at Hawkins. I look at, you know, Kenny at Nash at Josh. Like wrestling is a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and and to have a group of people who love wrestling and love to get better, I think that's how you build a culture, and that's what I kind of wanted to talk about next. Um, obviously, I know you guys had a great culture at DCC, um, but Phil, what kind of culture do you want to build here, and and what, and what do you really like? What is the I guess the culture you want to set here? You know, everyone here is my brother, man. These are all my brothers. Everyone here, uh, yeah, we all work hard. We all, I, I like going to practice, and sometimes, like, uh, for instance, Hawkins, you know, there there are times where I want to literally kill him, and there are times <laughs> where he wants to kill me. Right. But at the end of the day, dude, we're still bros, and we'll still hang out and all that. Uh, Andy, Andy Williamson, I... We we've been study we study a lot after school and all that. I I think just you know helping each other not only on the mat but outside of with, with school and you know family and life and all that. I I really believe that the group of guys here is has has done a great job building a good culture because I see a lot of it. I mean especially like with um, especially with you know there we have. I would say, like, we have such a smaller team. You know, mm-hmm. we have a lot smaller team. So everyone here is so much closer, it feels like. We're right, we're all, right. like, very connected. And I think it speaks a little bit, you know, when you have a team who may be small like us, but if you look at any tournament we're at and we got guys on the mat, yeah. the whole team's in their corner. You don't see that from some of the bigger schools, you know. Um, and I think it's a sense of camaraderie that really can bring us together. Uh, but, John, I, what what kind of culture do you want to set here, and what are you trying to build here at Trine? Uh, as Phil was saying, I, I see us getting competitive with each other. I mean, him and Hawkins want to kill each other after practice sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I want to kill Owen after practice. I mean, <laughs> it's back and forth, man. I mean, I think that this freshman class is bringing a sense – of a lot of competitiveness, even mm-hmm. even you, you. I mean, you talk crap to the <laughs> Jacob Jackson, man. Right, right. <laughs> no, it's it's all about competition, man. And and I I love you guys. So yeah. to have an opportunity with compete to compete with you guys every single day, there's nothing else I'd rather do. And I I mean, we like we all feed off each other. Like mm-hmm. Phil was giving that speech. I remember after the Alvin duel, he's like, "Come on, guys!" And then like I stepped up and I said something too because, I mean. It's contagious. I mean, we literally feed off each other sometimes. Right. I mean, it, even back in high school, we fed off each other. And I, I think that competitiveness, almost like, uh, what am I trying to say here? Yeah, the the competitive competitiveness <laughs> in the wrestling room. I mean, that's what makes that's what drives people to want to be better, be right. better wrestlers. 
No, absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to talk about, you know, obviously in high school, there's, you know, it's a long season. Every sports season is a long season. Uh, but I think in college wrestling, it's a little different because, you know, I think we had what, five days when we first got here before we started doing anything. Um, you know, we're working from, you know, middle August to up until halfway through March, you know, for the national tournament. Um, you know, and I think a big thing that not a lot of people realize and put a lot of effort into is their, their mentality. So, John, I'll start with you. How do you keep your mind right through such, like, I mean, there's a lot of highs and lows to every season, but it's such a grueling season. You know, mentally it can break you down. So how do you keep, you know, your spirits up, you know, in a way? I mean, you have to have yourself surrounded with a good group of people. You can't be surrounded by people that are going to tear you down. And I think that's the thing that, everyone on this team is doing when our team is together is that we all believe in each other and we all know what we can do and we are all willing to help each other. And I think, uh, unlike most people, I am not afraid of losing because I see losing as a learning lesson. And sometimes when I lose, like I lost that all that kid, you see me walk off the mat and I was smiling. I was like, Oh, just wait till next time I wrestle you. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I think I think I talked about this with Coach Clark. Uh, I saw this quote and it was like, I don't know who said it. Um, it was like you either you either win or you learn. You know, and not, not to say right. you don't learn when you win, but to take loss as as being this thing that you fear to something that not necessarily that you welcome. You know, but that you don't run from loss. You know, you could. I think Coach Coach Clark and Coach Hollis said it. You know, they'd they'd rather if we're wrestling live in practice, they would much rather you be offensive and be aggressive and trying to work on yourself and maybe get out of position, you know, and get taken down rather than being super defensive and, and passive and not you know working anything and <clears throat> getting an eventual win. So I think that's kind of what it speaks to. But Phil, how would you say that? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you've seen it. You know, with injuries and whatnot. But uh, how do you keep your mind right, you know, through such a long season? Uh, you know, I just keep faith. And um, I think I just keep faith in my ability to wrestle and, you know, continue to be a Scott. You know, we, we still have to go to school and all that. I, I, guess, I guess I try not to um, try not to sweat, like, the big stuff all the time or okay. the small stuff. You know, I just keep working, keep showing up, I'm working hard. But uh, you know, having that confidence, just believing, believing my my ability, I think, just really, really has never really brought me down. I mean, I have had a couple matches this year where uh, you know, frustrated that I'm because of the injury and all that, and I'm you know, getting caught or something like that. So what's up, John? Yeah, I think I think I got something to spe speculate on here. I think. At the end of the day, um, me and Phil have kind of learned to just keep going. Even if something bad happens, we just got to, like, keep going and keep pushing through. And then that's kind of like with everything. I mean, messing up on a test, I mean, you just keep mm -hmm. pushing through and you just keep getting better. I mean, and a lot of learn. A lot of times, you know, when things suck on, on the wrestling team, when things are not good, uh, you got to remember that, you know – you got all your guy. You got your teammates around you are going through the same thing. Sometimes you know, it's good to stick together and get through things together. No, absolutely, and there's no doubt in my mind that you know this is a close team. You know, it it, it really is something that motivates me. Like you said, to have you know, 
if you're having a bad day and you're like, man, I don't want to do this. Well, you're not doing it, you know, necessarily for you. It's not just about you. You know, you're doing it for your team. And that, that can really be that, that extra sense of motivation and push. Um, but obviously, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs this, this year. Uh, freshman year, making that jump from high school. Uh, Phil, how do you think that you've wrestled, you know, in your limited matches to this point? Um, to this point, I think um, it feels like I've improved a lot in neutral, um, top, top riding. I still think, uh, you know, I'm still a tough top rider. <laughs> a lot of people would probably say that. But, uh, you know, I still got still got some work to do. There's definitely still work to do. Uh, going 157, I, I think I got a lot of muscle to put on for next year. Okay. And uh, but yeah, I'm just looking at it like you know, there's there's work to be done, especially with um, you know, I'm a big believer in over the summers where where you find the most progress. I agree. I agree. Uh, John, how have you feel like you've you know wrestled to this point? Uh, I think uh, my neutral game is getting better over the over this year. I think I just need to believe in myself a little bit more and shooting in there and then um, uh, my top game i think it's i mean it's all right I mean. <laughs> spladel king Man, it was a it was a preseason. uh it was a preseason clinic um i forget who i, I think i might have been wrestling with coach clark um for some reason i looked over and i saw you spladeling captain <laughs> mind you he's got like 100 pounds on you that's just one of the, the craziest sights to see um but it, it's crazy both of you guys are really strong on top i just noticed that yeah, the connection. Maybe it's a maybe it's a DCC thing. Yeah, I mean um, we, we look the same. We do the same <laughs> stuff. It's kind of weird. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so you know, I kind of want to ask you some questions before we you know start to go into the rapid fire stuff and wrap this up. But uh, Phil, I'll start with you. You know, what do you want your legacy to be when you leave here? By the time I'm a senior and I'm leaving this team, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not super concerned. I'm never really super concerned with how I do. I, I, I'm really just hoping that trying as a team, I'm hoping we got a whole room, you know, we got a bunch of tough guys, and I'm hoping that that um, I'm hoping that I I, I want to be a part of the team that, that wins conference, that wins conference this, these next few years. You know, I, I really think that, this team is stepping up a lot and that we're really going to be something in these next few years. And I think it says a great deal when wrestling is obviously more of an individual sport. There's a team aspect. Oh to yeah. It, but you know, it's only you and somebody else out on the mat. So, but besides that for you to go in on your goals as more of a team effort than an individual effort is something I don't see a lot. And I really commend you for that. Um, what's up? You got some? Yeah. I mean, like regionals and nationals. Um, that's something. That's something you worry about after all the teams. You know, all the team stuff is done. But as far as I'm concerned, like until until that point, like I'm representing this school. Mm. I'm not. I, I I've never seen myself representing just my last name. Absolutely. That's that's very commendable, Phil. Um, John, what do you want your legacy to be when you leave here? Uh, I'd probably say the same thing as Philip. I mean, I kind of just want Coach, Coach Hall and some of the people here that I wrestled with to remember me and just how I was in the leadership that I kind of brought to the team and kind of that that good vibe, I guess you could say, I bring, I bring to the team. I mean, 
if something good happens where I win nationals, I mean, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, so, you know, obviously we have a couple weeks left. Um, with the season wrapping up and, you know, I guess I'm talking the regular season. The season technically would never end for us. Um, with the season wrapping up, what would you guys say, and John, we'll start with you, was your favorite memory of your freshman year of wrestling? Ooh. Um, oh, shoot. I think um, one of my fa- – I'll, I'll talk about one of my favorite moments. I don't know if I have a specific okay. Okay, favorite yeah. memory – but one of my favorite moments is when uh, I was wrestling this Chicago kid. And uh, <laughs> Coach Al was like, don't pull him up. Don't pull him up. And I pulled him up. And I threw him on his back. And I pinned him. <laughs> and Coach Al was like, yeah, pull him up. <laughs> okay. No, no. That's that's actually pretty good. Um, Phil, what would you say your favorite memory of your freshman year was? Um, You know, honestly, uh, I would have to say – that first week, that first weekend coming in here and, uh, you know, it, I never, like, when Owen, Owen, our senior, had us come come up to his house and meet the team, I like, I have never felt more welcomed and I, I was not scared at all, like, or anything. It, it just felt like I'd been here. It felt, <laughs> felt like it, yeah, it felt like I'd been on this team already for, like, for, like, years. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just, I think... That first weekend coming and meeting the guys was really exciting. Absolutely. Um, now I kind of want to jump into some rapid-fire stuff. Um, so, Phil, we'll start with you. What is your go-to food and drink after weigh-in? <laughs> go-to. <laughs> you got to have it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I would say my favorite food after weigh-ins is uh, Uncrustables, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Those little peanut butter peanut and jelly. Yeah, like yeah. Grape jelly? We're talking grape oh, jelly. Gra- we're talking grape jelly. Okay. <laughs> I'm really glad you said grape and not strawberry. Kyler, you, you just get me sometimes, you know? I, I, I feel you, man. What about drink? What do you have to have? Are you just Maybe you're just a water guy. Uh, I would say after, you know, I'm not a big Pedialyte guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I would say Gatorade. I mean, that sounds pretty basic, but you what's know, the best, what's the best flavor of Gatorade? Best flavor of Gatorade is uh, Arctic Blitz. Is that light blue? It's like uh, I'm trying to think. It's like That's it's like violet color. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> violet okay, color. I think I know what you're talking about. It, it might not even be Arctic Blitz. I don't know. <laughs> it, I think that's the name. Okay, John, what's your go-to food and drink after weigh-ins? All right, I'm gonna start with the drink here. Okay. Um, I gotta say Pedialyte. Okay, what flavor? The the blue one, blue, like the berry frost. Pedialyte premium or not premium, but like I don't know. There's two. There's two levels of Pedialyte. Oh, I don't know. it's like the it's like the one you get in the kids section that you're supposed to give to your children. <laughs> okay, uh, but I like that with water too. I can't just have the Pedialyte or else okay. I'm gonna be okay. Gonna yeah. be parched. What about uh, uh what about your food? What's your go to food? So every after every win, I. Always have my mom. She loves making mm-hmm. me PB&J sandwiches, and she brings them. She'll hand it to me, and she'll be like, give it to John. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the oranges that she brings, too. They are really good. <laughs> no gluten-free turkey wraps. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, dude. Yeah, I know. So surprising. <laughs> that's if I'm desperate. <laughs> uh, Phil, are you a music or no music guy, and who are you uh, Who are you listening Ooh, to? I'm a music guy okay. for sure. Uh, I like to listen to no one's going to know this listening to this. <laughs> Underground. Yeah, I listen to City Morgue. It's like some kind of, it's like screamo, like 
trap kind of rap music. Okay. okay. It's a little bit of Nirvana era mixed in with it, but no, dude, I just love to listen to Screamo and go kind of primal mode before I get out there. <laughs> okay. I love it, man. Uh, John, are you music or no music, and who are you listening to? Uh, so... It depends if I forget my headphones or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> some, some weekends I forgot my headphones, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm just talking to myself in my head now. So Okay, so let's say for the sake of this question, you remembered your headphones. <laughs> okay, so if I remember my headphones, I before every match, I always play the song, Who Are You by The Who. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that song. <laughs> oh no, you've heard no, it. You've, you've definitely heard it. There's Sing no a little way. for me. What is it? How does it go? It it's like who are you? Okay, maybe I have. You I, definitely you can heard. you can please stop singing. I'll play it after. <laughs> you asked him to sing. You asked him to sing it for me. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, do you guys have a pre-match ritual? Uh, Phil, we'll start with you. Uh, yeah, pre-match ritual. Um. Not really. I mean, I guess just just jam out to music, kind of go on the sideline. Um, sometimes I like to get a good look at my opponent before I go out there. I mean, I guess the only real thing is bef- when, when I go up to grab my ankle band, I never always just go straight to the line. I always kind of like take my time and stretch out, stretch my legs out real quick. Are you are you one of the guys who has to take it and then go to the edge of the circle and make a whole yeah. big thing? <laughs> yeah. I've never been that type of guy and it just I don't know something about it, man. Uh John, what's your pre-match ritual if you have one? Uh I like to pray okay. before and after every match. Okay. Um uh, I know some people may not see it, but I'm always praying. And uh I'm sorry to say, Kyler, but I am one of those guys that takes the ankle band and runs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you that, and I was really hoping you didn't say you No, because I, I run, I put it on, and then I do the side of the cross, and I do the jump. Like the you can't, jump. Oh, like can't the do that in the yeah, small he, circle? He does the jump, too. Yeah, we both. We both <laughs> at least you guys don't smack your quads. If you smack your yeah, quads, I was right. going to have to leave. Uh, yeah, no. No way. <laughs> that's where it, that's where the, la- the line is drawn. <laughs> Um, what's John? What's your favorite move? And I, I'm really being upset if you don't say a splatle. It's the splatle. <laughs> we love that. We love that. Um, Phil, what's your favorite move? Um, I have to say my favorite move would be uh, fireman's carry. It's been my bread and butter okay. throughout high school, and uh, I still manage to get takedowns this year, or I still have. So uh, you know, that's that's my trusty. My trusty fireman's. I really hope you don't hit that in front of my stepdad. From like middle school, <laughs> this dude has been begging me to do a fireman's dude, carry. It, it's funny because I knew that answer too. <laughs> when I wrestled, uh, what Jacob Jackson <laughs> on the day where we were doing like the whole, uh, you know, yeah, like the takedown tournament. Yeah, I took him down and won, and he was so surprised. <laughs> oh man, man. All right. Um. So that's gonna that's gonna do it for the rapid fire stuff. But to kind of close out. Is there anything else you guys want to tell us about trying or trying wrestling? Uh, John, we'll start with you. Um, I think that over next year and the year after that, and the year after that, there's going to be a big change in trying and trying wrestling, and it's going to get. We are going to put. We're going to get on the radar, and it's going to be crazy because we're going to start winning because we believe and we all believe in each other. Yeah, 
uh, Phil, talk to me about uh, if is there anything else you want? You know, I mean, John voiced it pretty well, but is there anything else you feel like anybody should know about trying or trying wrestling? Yeah, I mean, we're building something here right now every day. So, um, yeah, I would say, you know, if you're going to, if you love wrestling and, uh, you know, you're going to work hard, then everyone else here has got the same mindset, I would say. Okay. Uh, Phil, what does Trine University mean to you? Trine University, um, Trine University is really feels like it's kind of, it, it's, my new kind of home, it feels like I've been, uh, you know, I feel like at the end of, at the end of my time here at Trine, I'm, you know, I picture myself in a suit with the business, <laughs> with the briefcase. I'm going to be a grown man at the end of that point. I feel like, uh, yeah, Trine right now is just prepping me up for the real world. And I think it's doing a great job so far. Absolutely. John Browning, what does Trine University mean to you? Uh, I, I gotta say one last quote okay, that okay. I thought of before. Okay, I say what Trine means to me, but uh, I think uh, the saying "a man is dangerous when he's disciplined <laughs> and determined" comes in here for this team. That okay. is a quote for this team. I like that. But what is Trine mean to me? I think Trine is kind of my second home right now, besides my home back in Camp Michigan. I think Trine is my second home. And my wife is Philip, is Philip Bernie over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, I mean, it's the place where we get things done and we learn new things every day. I mean, I can't tell you one day that I haven't learned a new thing. And, I mean, that thing may be something, you know, not educational. Right, right, right. But <laughs> it is, it's still good to learn something new every day. I feel like at this place... I do learn something new every day. Absolutely. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Phil and John, I cannot thank you guys enough for hopping onto the podcast and telling the Trine Wrestling community about yourselves. But that's going to conclude the sixth installment of the Building a Trine Wrestling podcast. Um, make sure, if you have a chance, to tune in to the regional tournament um, this Saturday, Friday and Saturday yep. uh, at Adrian College. Um, and I... Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, and go Thunder. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.